0: The Game The System podcast is proudly sponsored by 1989 Arcade Bar and Kitchen. You can visit their website at 1989.com.au.
1: What are you going to do with that Red Bull?
0: Maybe drink it. Maybe.
1: So you've got a Diet Coke. You've got a Red Bull. You're planning on having a coffee at some point, which is about, Mm. a, I would say, a triple shot the ones that i make. Mhm. So you're going to be highly caffeinated. I probably won't need it. Right.
0: The Red Bull. I mean the good <laughs> thing about it is it can stay sealed and be okay for another day. Not that i ever mm. I don't ha- I haven't had a Red Bull in a long time. <laughs> right. A really long time. Mhm. It's probably it could be 10 years.
1: Mhm. Very the last, well. the last time I had a Red Bull, was in New Zealand this year. Actually, really, yeah. So at Dave Peck's place during the System Eleven World Championships, he had a few things around, like a, a food truck, so you could get burgers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he also had some Red Bull girls. That's right. Oh, so yeah. you know, one of those cars, and out pops these girls in these tiny little dresses, and. Mm-hmm. They wander around and offer people free Red Bull. Yeah. And I never really drink energy drinks. Mm. Very, very, very rarely. Mm-hmm. Probably like you, the last time I had a Red Bull was 10 years prior. Mm. But it was, you know, getting late in the afternoon. I probably wasn't playing as well as I would have liked. Felt like a bit of a pick-me-up. So I went over to the goals and I said, Can I have one of those Vs? <laughs> Completely by accident, because I don't have any energy, energy drinks, right? Yeah. Um, so I asked for a V, and they said, N- no, you can't have a V, but you can have a Red Bull. Then <laughs> <laughs> I felt really
0: stupid. <laughs> do you think? Did you then have to explain, and do you think that they believed you?
1: No, I just sort of hung my head and accepted my Red Bull and walked away. Because <laughs> <laughs> I bet they were thinking... Yeah, this guy's just trying to be a ass. Yeah. You know, ask us for a V. Ha <laughs> ha, isn't that really funny? Yeah. Except I did it on purpose. As in, by accident. Yeah. On purpose. So they probably thought, oh, this old man doesn't even he know plays, what energy drinks are. He plays sticks. He it plays sticks. pinball. Oh, I get it. I know where you're going. Should we start? Okay. Hello and welcome to Game the System podcast, episode seventeen, a podcast about the people that play retro arcade, modern pinball, board games, and everything in between. It's the sixth of September, twenty eighteen, and my name's Mark Bell.
2: My name's John. My name's Matt.
1: Excellent. And how are we feeling today, tonight? Pretty
0: good. Okay. Good. Had the American cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. It was good. Yes, actually I- reminded me a lot of McDonald's like 20 years ago.
1: 20 years ago? Yeah. That's a long time ago. Has it really changed? I didn't think it had changed.
0: I could be wrong. Hmm. I could be looking at it through rose-tinted glasses.
1: Like 20 years ago when you had a cheeseburger and you thought, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays you have it and it's like, oh, this tastes like two pieces of plastic with a piece of plastic in the middle. Yeah, and some sauce.
0: I think it's also, yeah, and it's, it was, it felt bigger too, like it used to be bigger, or mm. seemed, maybe because I was smaller. Small, Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um Now it just seems really tiny. Mm. So, it was good though.
3: Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, I also had the American cheeseburger and I also enjoyed it. Mm. And Matt had the Vegetarian Deluxe. Yeah. And that was... Good. Okay. <laughs> Put it on the back of the box. Yes, (laughs) Matt Tallhurst.
2: It was good.
0: (laughs) You should start a blog, Matt. (laughs) Just
2: (laughs) a two-word blog. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) It's like there's... It's not Steam, but I think there's somewhere else where someone was doing reviews of games. Mm. And it was all like that. Mm. Five out of five. That was the whole review.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of food, what did you have for breakfast today, Matt?
2: (laughs) Um, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there I feel like this you know is that, going somewhere <laughs> the, There's this Milo cereal Milo cereal Yeah It's the greatest thing because I didn't it, expect this answer <laughs> It's like Legitimized Like eating Milo out of the can But it's a product That's basically that Oh my god My wife would love that <laughs>
1: Wow well, For some reason I was expecting a healthy choice from you Matt But no, that yeah. is far from a healthy choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called, Milo? Milo,
2: Milo. This just
0: reminds me of that uh, part in the IT crowd where she asks him what he was having, and he said Smarties cereal. <laughs> She's like, I didn't know they made a cereal. They don't. It's just Smarties with milk. <laughs>
2: now this one is produced as cereal in a box, right? As opposed to a tin. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: <laughs> and have you been having this all your life
2: no only only since i've been you know living as an adult right? <laughs> which is what but 20 that's been years? a while <laughs> no i mean like I'm the place i'm in now i've been there 10 years
1: okay yeah right so it was some amazing discovery milo cereal we never gone buy, back never look back
2: you know you're not living with your parents you can do shopping <laughs> your own shopping you can buy anything you want <laughs> Pizza
1: every night <laughs> yeah. Milo for breakfast I don't got an answer to anyone
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just the dentist <clears throat> Ah, that's good
1: See, that question had value Yeah, <laughs> I had questions in my own head Whether this was worth asking It was worth asking <laughs> That was good What about you, John? What did you have for breakfast?
0: I just had oats Well,
2: <laughs> but There's also a Milo Oats Really? Mm. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. Sort of defeats the purpose of oats. <laughs> you eat oats to eat something that's not going to kill you. Mm. But if it's got Milo in it, defeats the purpose. Yeah. Mm. 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 I also had oats. Nice. Yeah. With a little bit of sustain. You uh-huh. know, the cereals to sustain? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. So it's a few sort of corn flaky bits, some mm. chopped up almonds. Bit of texture. Sultanas. Sultanas are the key because mm. that provides a little bit of flavour to the oats. Mm. So a tiny bit of sustain and a bunch of oats on top. Microwave for two minutes. Pretty good at 5.30 in the morning. You're clearly an experienced oat consumer. Well...
2: The, the special blend yeah, that developed over time. Yeah,
1: it was the thing I found that worked for me. I'm actually going
2: to try this now.
1: I think you should. <laughs> it's a recipe for breakfast
0: does sustain have the um sultanas in it or yeah did you add your own
1: no it's got the sultanas that's what i said okay. that's the crucial element
3: right mm.
1: well i'm glad we cleared that up <laughs> we have a giveaway that's exciting i know can you believe it
0: wait i've got something for when exciting things happen
1: oh have we got a soundboard i've w- always wanted a soundboard <laughs> <laughs> Excellent Is that an app? Yep Okay, maybe we all need this app Well Can you play other sounds? No, nah, just, just oh. air horn Okay <laughs> Damn <laughs> We need other sounds Okay <laughs> I've got an idea for something we can do for a future episode That will require sounds
2: mm-hmm. But I won't let on just yet Sounds like slide whistles and springs and... (laughs) No, that'd be
1: good too. Yeah. But this is something
2: else. Okay.
1: Mm. But yes, we have a giveaway. So AMD, Amusement Machine Distributors, uh, who we talked about last episode, have kindly provided eight t-shirts to give away to our listeners, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Uh, There are four Brisbane Pinball Masters 2018 shirts. And four Adelaide Pinball Australian Championship Series 2017 t-shirts, all in XL, which is a good size, I think, for gaming nerds. (laughs) (laughs) The sweet spot. Um, So yeah, what we'll do... Oh, actually, about those shirts. So, both the Brisbane Pinball Masters shirt and the ACS shirt, Adelaide ACS shirt, they're awesome design t-shirts. I own both because I've been to both events. Um, but, yeah, they're, so the, the Brisbane Masters one is designed hang by on, the guy... Hang on, Mark. <laughs> 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 Sorry. So now this is going to be really funny what I say. <laughs> um, the Brisbane Masters shirt has artwork done by the same guy who does the artwork for Netherworld. So lots of sort of monstery stuff. Mm-hmm. Looks really awesome. And the ACS shirt is done by a designer, artist, photographer who just happens to be involved in pinball in Adelaide as well. Mm-hmm. So really cool shirts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Replay. Was, that was the heater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had the exact same thing last time yeah, the heater. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll give that away to four listeners. Mm-hmm. So that means that each winner gets two of the shirts, a Brisbane Masters and an ACS shirt. And what I think cool. we'll do um, is give it away to people who suggests our next battle. Yeah. what our next battle could be. And I think we ha- we let the listeners go for broke. Mhm. It doesn't really matter how far out there or how serious it is. Mhm. Just go for it and we'll pick four winners. Mhm. But one of those winners uh, has to be at least doable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so within yeah. our means to be able to have a battle on.
3: Mhm.
0: Yeah, so um, some things are hard, like um, you know, like if we choose like best uh if we were choosing a more modern console like a Xbox or PlayStation that you can't really emulate or is not easy to emulate, we might not be able to play certain games. Mm.
1: Um So Yeah, I was also thinking of the example of um I can imagine one Mark Williams <laughs> suggesting best board game, <laughs> which I think is a great idea. Yeah. The problem is there's no way in the world we would ever get through nine board games yeah. oh. to be able to then battle to decide the best of those nine. Yeah. I mean, we have that's trouble true. getting the time to play one board game a year, mm. let alone nine. Yep. So by all means, suggest best mm. board game. Yeah. I think that's a good you know choice, but mm. it's it'll be on the list of things we'd never be able to mm. get around to. So yeah, by all means go nuts, decide, you know, some weird battle that we mm. could never do mm. and it might be funny or whatever, that's that's cool. Mm. But one of those winners we'll choose as an actual battle that we can do and we'll do that mm. in a following podcast.
0: Could we also do um uh have the listeners suggest like three of their own games or their top three games, like with their battle suggestion? Because um, the other thing, there's two reasons for this. Firstly, I'm interested to see what other people think, you know, especially if it's their chosen battlefield. Mm. Um, but also the second thing is, um, uh, if it's if it's an area that, like, one of us is not really very familiar with, mm. maybe that person could pick from the suggested titles by the person who suggested the battlefield. Yeah, okay. Um, like, for example... If someone chooses Atari or C sixty four, I have no idea. Like I just don't know the games on those systems. Mm. But I'm still keen to play them and like talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um and in that case, if they suggested three games, then I'd be happy to just go with whatever they they chose as like the three from my side of the table.
1: Mm-hmm. Or maybe Yeah, we could do something like that and then those three games are kind of wild card entries. So mm we each choose two out of our own mm-hmm. decision and then the other one is one of theirs. Yeah, that could work too. So, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. If people want to do that. Yeah. Some people might not want to do that. Maybe some people just say, no, you know, battle of this. Mm. That's cool. But, mm. yeah, know, people want to suggest some games then maybe we throw them in mm-hmm. the mix. Cool. So what I'll do is I'll post on social media and the forum um and then yeah people can post their comments Mm -hmm. and uh they can also email feedback at gamelessystem.co if they want to send anonymously as opposed to out and and open in the public Mm -hmm. um and then i will select or we will select four people um who we think are the best entrants and they will win a couple of t-shirts each yeah, and I'll send them out wherever in the world. I don't care where you are. I'll send them, and this will be my testing ground. <laughs> yeah, to work out how much this is going to cost me, because <laughs> then the competition might change later. So take advantage <laughs> of it while you can. Anywhere in the world, I'll send these T-shirts.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I think and they're pretty idea. cool too. We'll have to put um, links to them in the show notes so people can see what they look like. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely cool T-shirts.
1: Yep. Really good
0: designs. If I want one, I'm going to have to buy one. Exactly. Damn it. <laughs> Them's the brakes.
1: All right. So, yeah, thanks for AMD for making those available. Very mm-hmm. nice of you. Um, then we can go on to a bit of news, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, something that just came up recently, actually, Zen Studios has purchased the license to the Williams-Bally pinball machines. So, Pinball Arcade had previously had this license mm. and had been using it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to be quicker on the draw, John. Sorry. <laughs> Timing is everything in comedy. It was still good,
0: but yeah. Thanks for the encouragement, Mark. No worries,
1: any time. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Pinball Arcade has had these games for a very long time, but then they lost the license, when was it, three months ago, four months ago, or something like that?
0: Yeah, um, I remember talking about it on the podcast, mm. um, maybe on like episode four or something like that, earlier on. Um, yeah, but it's it's interesting, because I haven't played much of the Zen Studios games, mainly mm. because... They're not real tables, and, yeah, I, I, it's not just that, though. I did find the games felt a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Again, it might be because I'm so used to real pinball tables. Um, one thing, so I actually visited their game recently because you could download it on the Switch and play a free table. Mm-hmm. Um. So I did that and one of the things that really annoyed me was the way the camera works. Mm. Um
1: sorta of, does it float around or
0: It does, yeah. Um I actually can't remember the specifics. I just remember that it annoyed me and I it made me stop playing. <laughs> right. Um and it wasn't there wasn't as many options as there are for the pinball arcade where you could pretty much set it as you wanted to set it. Hmm. I think it was. Got, it had to do with the angle because I think that the angle wasn't the same sort of angle I'm used to when I'm looking at a game when I'm playing a real game. Right. Uh, it was a bit lower,
1: hmm.
0: and I found that hard to kind of. The aiming just felt different. Hmm.
1: Um, Whereas Pinball Arcade is okay.
0: Well, you can choose with Pinball Arcade. You've got several options with the, with where the camera is right. facing. Mm. Um, so I think I'd prefer like even directly above than the really low angle that's in, uh, pinball FX. Mm. So, um, is it pinball FX?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pinball FX.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I wonder if maybe there's options. I'm sure I explored options, but maybe I missed some options or something, but, uh, yeah, but it's definitely, it looks very nice. Mm. Um the effects are nice and They
1: do some really cool stuff with yeah. their custom tables. Mm. Themed on like Star Wars and yeah. all that kind of thing. Mm. mm. Yeah, I kind of only played it a couple of times myself, but that's more that I sort of became uninterested in digital pinball once I yeah. found the real thing. Yeah. I mean yeah. pinball arcade is what brought me into real pinball. It's why I got interested into real in into real pinball. Mm-hmm. But then going back to Pinball Arcade, I could never get used to the the lag between pressing the button and the flippers flipping. Yep. And so I couldn't play it anymore.
0: What were you playing it on?
1: I've played it on lots of things. Okay. iPad originally. Yep. then I've tried it on PS4. The yep. lag is there regardless. Okay. Um, I understand Zen's, uh, Zen's Pinball FX doesn't have as much lag. Okay. But still, I mean my main draw to these digital pinball tables were they were real pinball tables mm. you know i on a console or whatever mm-hmm. whereas zen they were all sort of custom stuff mm. yeah so i didn't really yeah feel like playing that very much so yeah yeah it's very interesting to me because it it almost feels like a um it's like a coup right i mean yeah. they've they've stolen this license from another software company yeah. that that was their bread and butter mm. and now they've lost that license and it's gone to their direct competitor. Mm. Mm. It's yeah. very interesting.
0: I think I think I'm excited to see how they come out and definitely going to give them a go. I'll um I don't know if when it comes out or if there's already things out.
1: No, it's soon I think. Right. Um I think it's in beta at the moment. Okay. So you can play the beta version huh. maybe on Steam or something like that. Yeah. But the, the tables you can play in beta are Fishtails, Junkyard, Medieval Madness, and The Getaway. Mm-hmm. Only The Getaway. Are, oh, no, Fishtails is really good. Getaway is good. Yeah. I don't like Junkyard or Medieval Madness, right. but they're popular. The,
0: yeah. One of the other good things they do, which I think... I, I, I know in later versions of Pimble Arcade, they've introduced more stuff like this, but they've got a lot more like challenge modes and things like um, just how many points can you get on one ball and then there's Mm. like you earn stars based on i think it was stars based on how many how far you get and there's like 15 levels or something okay so there's a lot there to work towards in terms of progression Mm. so there was like yeah one ball score um five minutes time so um you know how how many points can you get in five minutes you know which is a bit Mm. different to what you used to you know it changes the game um, you know, something like Fishtails, you know, yeah, I mean, applying that again to all these tables we already know, it's actually kind of exciting. Like, okay, I'm, if I'm going to play Fishtails, I've got five minutes to get as many points as I can. Mm. I mean, I guess Monster Fish, you know, you would go for Monster Fish maybe, because if you can nail that shot, yeah. uh, you can get it pretty quickly.
1: You can probably get a lot more of those than going for the Super Jackpot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's interesting And I'm excited to give it a try. Mm.
1: Mm. That's all I've got in the news. We can move on to what we've been doing in games for the last little while. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think we've had an update for a little while. Mm. We did a battle last podcast, which was meant to mean that we only did the battle and it was going to be a really quick podcast. (laughs) That didn't happen. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was brutal. Um. So, yeah, what have we been doing? Why don't you start, John?
0: (laughs) Is that what you were going to say? It was, actually. Okay. Um, So, I've got something a bit unusual, a bit Uh different. Uh Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, I I joined a fantasy league. Fantasy league? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know how people do these sports fantasy leagues? Hang on. Games
1: or... We're talking reenactment or
0: Oh no. Like um like football manager, like when you, you draft a team and then you see how they go and oh. you earn points based on that. Oh. But there's a twist. Yeah. <laughs> it's for Marvel superheroes. Oh ah. <laughs> and goes with the comics that come out each month. So oh. you draft um a team of four heroes from Marvel and I don't think there's any limit on who it can be, but they they do a tier list. Um so with a lot of these fantasy sports things there's always a tier list mm-hmm. which you know is worked out various ways but I think usually based on previous statistics. Yeah. I mean you basically They do that
1: with fighting games as well.
0: All oh, right, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, you mean the characters in the fighting games. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so it's sort of similar to that like the ones they expect to perform better, and that sort of thing. With the the Marvel Heroes, it's based on um, the cover appearances in the preview. So every month, they do a preview book for all the um, oh, comics that are coming out the, mm-hmm. the following month. Mm-hmm. And it just shows you all the issues that are coming so that you can order them if you want them, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see the covers on most of them, unless they have a a mystery cover for some reason, but Hmm. mostly you can see them. And then the amount of times characters appear on covers will push them up the tier list. Oh. Yeah, so...
1: That's an unusual way to do it.
0: Well, I think that with something like this, it's difficult to measure in any other way because Mm. it's a totally fictional thing, you know? like It's not like... I
1: don't know about that. I mean, like fighting games, the tiers are based on the matchups and how often someone will win against another mm. character. Mm. Couldn't you also do that in the comic books? Because they're always fighting, right? Yeah, so but- you could see who won in this thing and then how many times versus this other person.
0: Yeah, but that those, those battles are totally fictional. It's not like in a fighting game where, you know, you choose Ryu and he's high in the tier list because his move set is so balanced. Mm. You know, each move does a certain amount. Um, People have mastered how to play Ryu Because he's been around so long And all that sort Mm. of stuff Mm. There's like real elements to that Whereas this Comic books The the characters What they do is Whatever the writer decides That they're going to do
1: Yeah, true But I mean Isn't that the case With just basing it off How many times a character's been on a cover it's really um, the same thing. It's just an artist throwing stuff on a cover.
0: Oh no! So what it is is maybe I didn't explain it very well. But like, say for example, in the next month, there's twenty issues. There's a lot more than that, but just for argument's sake, there's twenty issues. Mm-hmm. And um, in in comics in the Marvel Universe, a lot of the characters appear in in other comics, mm-hmm. right? So say Spider Man might be in five issues, appearing in five issues out of that 20. Yep. Um, So he would be in that tier with five issues, with anyone else who is appearing in five issues that month. Uh, And then the next tier would be everyone who appears four times that month. And the reason why that works as a tier is because you get points for appearances, so you get a point whenever someone appears in an issue... But then you also get points based on if they do certain things. So if they save a civilian in, in an issue, you get a point. If All they right. use a certain power, you have to choose what powers you select for that character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get a point when they use that power. So the more they appear, the more chances they have to use their powers or save civilians or do other things. Um, and so basically, yeah, the 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 base measure is how many times they appear because, mm. yeah, the more they appear, the more points you're going to get, basically.
1: So what do you do with these points?
0: It's just like any fantasy league, it's just...
1: So there's no gameplay, it's just... Your... Um, the
0: gameplay is all in the drafting. So yeah. so um, when the draft happens, you have to choose what character you want. Mm-hmm. There's four, You choose four people and that's your team. And so... Uh, It's what they call a snake draft, which is very common with these types of fantasy leagues. Um, So the person who's first gets to pick the first character. They choose who they want. And then the next person goes, like, that character's gone. Hmm. And then the next person chooses from the rest. And then so on and so forth. When you get to the last person, they choose twice. um, So they get two. And then it goes back up through the ranks again. So... Uh, that's what they call a snake draft and, and it evens out your chances to choose because the person who gets the first pick essentially gets to choose the most powerful yeah. character and then the second person, you know, the second powerful or according to them, usually it's pretty clear at the beginning, like who's powerful, like the really strong characters always stand out. Mm. Um, you know, like back in the 90s, if you were doing it for basketball, you would pick Michael Jordan and he would always get picked first. Hmm. And then after that, it starts getting less clear and then you have to make some tactical decisions about who you're going to choose, you know. Yeah. Um so so yeah, so I uh got I got Deadpool first cuz he was like top in the tier list. The two top were Deadpool and Spawn. Hmm. Um and it's just because they I mean Deadpool's very popular right now obviously. But I would say Spawn less so, but he just happens to be in a lot of like issues at the moment mm-hmm. um, because of what's going on in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then I got um, Cyclops, the young version, <laughs> who is a time displaced cy- Cyclops from the past. Of course he yep. is. Yep. <laughs> and because uh, the 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 current present time Cyclops is dead at the moment. Right. By yeah. By the way. Yeah, yeah, I knew that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got spoilers. Sorry, yeah, Cyclops is dead. <laughs> My God.
0: And I got um, uh, who else did I get? I got Gambit, and I got Honey Badger.
1: Honey Badger is that <laughs> yeah. a superhero?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Honey Badger. Honey Badger is a clone of X twenty three. Who is, yeah, is um a artificially, is it artificially inseminated? I don't know. X-23 has Wolverine's DNA. Okay. But is a woman. Mm-hmm. um, And, you know, was brought up to be an assassin and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But has escaped that life and is now mm-hmm. with the X-Men. Right. But she, the same program that made her also made clones of her. And Honey Badger is one of them. So Honey Badger is like a younger version of her. And they live together like, like sisters. Hmm. And they have a little pet, which is a Wolverine, called Jonathan. <laughs> it's quite funny. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll take
1: your word for it. <laughs> you needed to be there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway. Yeah, I got her
1: too. So So what do you do then?
0: Now, now we just wait and see as the issues come out the scores will be tallied based on what happens and who gets to use, what powers they have, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And you'll just get, I'll just get ranked within my group. And then I think there's, so I'm in a division with like five people. And so there'll be a division winner. um, And then there'll be a, um, there's, I think the divisions themselves get ranked as well. Hmm. So we're kind of, we're competing against each other, but then we're also like a team competing against other divisions. I see. So uh, there's no prizes or anything. It's just, just all fun. It's, it's just fun. And it's, it's kind of makes it fun to like any fantasy thing. It makes it fun to follow along because you're like, oh yes. You know, like I chose Cyclops. So, and I chose his, one of his, you choose three powers. I chose, um, his, uh, energy beam. It's not an energy beam, it's a force beam. And um I <laughs> beam. I beam. I beam. And you can choose I doubled down on his beam, so I've got offensive beam as well. Mm-hmm. Which means that if he uses his beam in an offensive way, I get two points. What's an um, offensive way? Upside well, skirt or something? Or... <laughs> I actually need to read up on it a bit more just to understand it completely. But I think what it would mean would be like if he, because you can also choose defensive, if he was being attacked and he used it in self-defense, I think that would be considered defensive. But if he attacked someone else first, then I think that would be considered offensive. Hmm. But sometimes he might use it not in an offensive or defensive way, hmm. um, like to save someone or something like that, you know, to destroy a falling building or something like that. Hmm. Um so, so yeah, uh, so it's going to be fun to follow along and just when he does something, I'll be like, yes, points for me, <laughs> you know, not just reading the story. Yeah. So I'm excited about is this about Marvel
1: that. sanctioned? No. Right. So it's all fan made.
0: Yep.
2: Right. Okay. But it's all Marvel.
0: It's all Marvel, yeah. I think it would be too hard to do something like this, including other like universes like DC it would just be too insane you'd have to read so many comics and like to score the points and mm. cuz the another thing is team-ups um so if if one character appears in another character's comic book and teams up with them to do something then you'll get points for team-ups mm. um so yeah
1: presumably this is all free
0: yeah it's just all done through twitter and oh, okay yeah all i right. i saw it about a month ago or so, and I said, hey, I'd love to get on, in on this. And then mm. eventually he messaged me and he's like, where's starting the next thing? Do you want to join? I'm like, yes. And we did the draft earlier this week.
1: Mm-hmm. That's cool. Because, mm. yeah, I was just going to say, if, it was, if there was some money involved, that would be dangerous. Because if it's not licensed by Marvel, mm-hmm. all of a sudden Marvel comes along and goes, no, you can't do that. Yeah. And whatever money you've spent is disappeared. Mm. But then again, what's... How is that any different to anything else? Yeah, really.
0: I'm sure. Yeah, I think it's something that's so common in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a, a really cool idea to do it with these books because no one knows what's going to happen. Mm. But then you also get an idea. Like, I actually I think maybe I should have chose uh, Marvel Girl, which is Jean Grey, um, instead of Cyclops because she's a bit more of a central character. They're on the same tier. I don't know why I chose Cyclops instead, but I did, and now I'm like, I should have chose her. <laughs> oh well, but that's yeah. i will find out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who knows? Mm. Maybe something big will happen with him. You never know. But Deadpool he could will do will his deliver. offensive
1: eye beam. <laughs> True, <laughs>
0: but yeah, that was cool. Something, something fun I did this week.
1: Mm. Mm. I'm going to get another beer. Okay. Do you want one? No. Do you want one?
0: But I might do the coffee if you're. Yes, I can make coffee.
1: you like to go next matt
2: okay do it it's time for everybody's favorite segment uh, do you have a thing on
1: your soundboard or is this just going to be a <laughs> yeah, insert the intro sound
2: yes but now i know what <laughs> now i know what you're hearing in your head when you do ah. the uh, yes.
0: all <laughs> oh, right so you didn't know what i was talking about before no not previously but you know now <laughs>
1: Give so us the update
2: In my quest to make a video game mm-hmm. um, So I had been In the previous update I was searching for cartridges on eBay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have a few Oh, you and have also, them on your person?
1: Yeah we, Because
2: I didn't have the show until last time ah. I operated for it So this, these three carts here Are the, the fruits of my eBay He has oh.
1: produced three cartridges from these pockets
2: Yeah so, I don't see Activision. You don't exactly. <laughs> so that was the first one I got. This was the. Hang on, let's start at number one. You going yes. too quick? This is the first one I got, which is the Star Master cart, which right. I talked about briefly. This one had a terrible, terrible label. Mm. Yep, it's like water damage. You could barely see what was on it. The uh, screws, the screws are rusted in. Yep. Um,
1: no Activision logo. Yeah, no
2: Activision logo, and the dust cover poles don't move at all. Yes. So I was very, very disappointed when I got this.
1: Yes. And um, you wasted a whole how much money? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Actually really? that's more expensive than I thought.
2: Oh, uh, no, maybe it was less.
1: A lot of that would have been shipping,
2: I imagine. Um, maybe. Hmm. Um Yeah. And i so I've, anyway I've scraped the label off and I still can't get the screws out.
3: <laughs> so
2: that's where this is up to. Right. Can I look at it? Yeah. Isn't
1: that a waste anyway, because it doesn't have the Activision logo? So it's like a...
2: Yeah, but it's already been... Wow. I mean, what else is it going to do? It just won't be the one that I keep. Like, that that can go mm. to someone else. Like Aaron? Um. Well, as long as it's ready.
1: Hmm. I'm hoping we haven't missed the boat. No. No,
2: I checked up with him.
1: Oh, okay, good. That's good to hear Okay
0: Are you waiting on the label for the boat? Ah, uh, yeah Okay
2: <laughs> Okay. Holding up the boat
1: <laughs> Typical
2: <laughs> So this is cartridge number two You're also seeing this with no label on it Because I took it off yep. So this was a fishing derby mm-hmm. um, The label was like peeled up already It was torn as well In bad condition So I didn't feel that bad about it But anyway, I managed to get the label off in one piece Oh. So if there's any ethical issues, I can just stick the label back down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's impressive. That's like one of those things you do to beer bottles when you're really drunk. And you yeah. know, you, you, you just want to get that label off perfectly.
2: Yeah, But mm-hmm. it never happens. Yeah. Well, this came off when I used a bit of steam as right. well. Um, so this one does say Activision Ooh. on the bottom. But Ooh. the things don't move. Hmm. The poles. So this was... So, but when I got the Star Master and... It's it's like that without the embossing. I knew to ask the next guy, "Hey, just look on the bottom. Does it say Activision?" Mm-hmm. And this guy said, "Yeah." Yeah. Like, cool. That's the one I need. Yep. <laughs> and it comes in. It doesn't doesn't move. <laughs> uh, so foiled oh in God. every attempt. Yeah, kind of. But anyway, I still peeled the label off and bust this one open. Mm-hmm. And what I found was the poles that are stationary in these carts. All you got to do is shave off two little edges. There, they've. Physically pretty similar inside the cartridge, but mm-hmm. just two little poles that stick out. So I just filed those down and there's no spring, mm. but th- but the part moves freely.
1: Mm. Uh, how does it come back if there's no spring?
2: So, Gravity? Uh, it would, but the thing is when you install the, the uh, switch in there, the switch has its own spring. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. So actually what I'm holding here is reverade Tournament edition number two. Ooh. I've already installed the. We board need in the soundboard at that point. <laughs> okay, and you can test the bu- the button for yourself. Do you want? I was num- a button in Do you there?
0: Want The yeah. numbers on the label, Ooh. like limited edition.
1: No. No. Do I need to? I have it in my hand. Yeah. The cartridge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you fingering it? It's only one side. So you can probably Hang feel on. it in in the microphone. <laughs> you can probably feel the switch oh, In and so out that's the it's actual pops switch It does Yeah Ooh Yep So ah. that's the switch To switch between 50 hertz and 60 hertz
1: Can I smell it? Okay. Actually no It's been in your pocket Yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just waiting For a label And this is ready <clears throat> Yeah That would be number two It works
2: Yeah please Right Yeah
1: It's all good to go It just needs a label Mm-hmm that's amazing. We're at that's awesome. well, that,
2: well, version so zero point nine five. The, other one. the, the, <laughs> Wait, the very the other first one? one, the boxing one. Yeah, that works fine too. That's that's all set. You,
3: well.
2: you never said this. Yeah, that boxing one works. Did you ever say that? Did I not say that?
1: I don't remember you saying on the podcast that you have a working full version.
2: Oh, I I must have, didn't I? I'm looking, looking don't at you, it. John. I don't remember it You can On the forums There's a famous video Of me switching it on For the first time
1: Wasn't that just the PCB I didn't think oh, That sure, was in a but,
2: cartridge Yeah but you just could put it in there
1: But that's what I'm talking about <laughs> This is <laughs> The entire package is ready Yeah Except for the label
2: Well and You're pre-pressuring me To make a box and a manual <laughs> Yeah but Other than that future. The game works Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just to clarify mm. This is The switch Switches from 60 to
2: 50 hertz Yeah, yeah. Okay Cool. Yeah, and they're both PAL, so it's not like NTSC. That's only important because if the colors are different. The color generation on the PAL console and the NTSC console Mm. is different, but the timing, whatever, Mm. that's all that does. Mm
1: -hmm. It is faster though, right? Yeah. In 60 hertz. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. But they, 50 and 60, work in a PAL Atari.
2: Uh, Okay, at least when you don't use the RF modulator, I know that works because that's... AV mod in the system I'm testing on, Um, you know, you've just cut out the RF part. And Mm -hmm. if you're just doing, yeah, AV, that works. Yeah.
1: Right. But average Joe down the road with his Atari 2600 Hmm. chucks that in Hmm. and it goes on 60 hertz. It's not going to work.
3: I don't know, actually. Right. More testing to go.
2: (laughs) What crazy person uses RF these days?
1: Uh I would say more people than people who have an AV mod. Hmm. I think that's
0: with
2: digital television being so you know prominent. Um, it's a, it's
0: a it's a hard to gauge because yeah, I mean you could. I think yeah, I, the point you're making is that you know with digital TVs being so common, but these are people that have Atari
2: consoles. Yeah, but you, you could be in a position like me having an atari console and not having a tv to use on
0: yeah possibly but then mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's also be super the, the other element that you're leaving out is uh. that you understand how to do a, an av mod and so there might be people in your position that don't know that how to do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. which i think is more common and therefore either have to find a tv or some other solution
1: yeah and i think they've They've also got 50-50 chance of just plugging the game in and it working or not. Because the, well, bu- yeah. the button might be down or it might be up. Yeah, you, you, yeah. it's
2: hard to tell. I mean, you can kind of tell when you action it here, but hmm. I actually don't know which one is which anyway. Like, when it's is it pressed in? Is it 60? I don't know. But at the same time,
1: <laughs> I was just thinking, <laughs> this isn't going to be mass-produced. You yeah, know, There's not going to be thousands of these things. No. So anyone who does eventually get hold of one of these physical cartridges, they're going to know.
3: What Hopefully. to do with it. Yeah.
1: I would be imagining.
0: So when you um,
2: turn it on, yeah. do
0: you know which version is running if you're not like super familiar with the game? Yeah,
2: so I put in a special feature where if it's on 60 hertz, when you switch it on, it makes these explosion sounds. <laughs> oh. So, you never cool. mentioned that before, did
1: <laughs> This is like a revolutionary feature. <laughs> it's really
2: easy to add in um, because the, the way... Be why I didn't mention it. When you, it's when you, easy. it's the same sound as when, uh, when you die, or when you explode a bridge, I think it's when you explode the bridge, the way the, the way the game knows to play the explosion sound, there's just a number in, in this memory. cell.
3: Hmm.
2: it starts at 16 and counts to zero. So it makes a sound and then minuses one off the sound. And then the next frame, oh, it's still not zero. I'm going to make another sound minus one. Hmm. And I just set the number to like sixty-four or something. So just when you turn on the game, it goes, hmm. poof, poof, and then that's a really cool feature. Hertz.
1: But then going back to what John said, the average Joe isn't going to understand hearing explosions means it's sixty hertz mode.
2: No, no. But there's only an as you said, there's an exclusive club getting this. Yeah, this yeah. game. Yeah. Whoever
1: experience. gets that is going to have some sort of technical know-how. Yeah, yeah. I would <laughs> hope. Oh, that's really okay. exciting. It's it's there. That's one. There's yes. another. What's number it, three?
2: There is a third card. So also on eBay, searching for terrible labels, I found a chopper command which had a torn... Uh, a tear right through the title and was some other damage. It didn't seem like it had the end label on it. So the on the spine, it would usually have the title of the game. Yep. It looked like that was not there at all. It's mm. like, yeah, I'm buying this. <laughs> and of course... On every eBay auction, it says, you know, the picture may not... Uh, yeah, match the, the thing that out. you received. Don't tell me and it turned up course, with a perfect label. It's not perfect label, but here it is. It's <laughs> it's mm. in okay condition. It's probably a slightly worse than anything I own already, but it's legible. <laughs> so, I haven't done anything with this cart yet. On the bright side, it says Activision and it has spring-loaded mm. thingies. Mm. You can hear the springs. <laughs> yeah, that's a Rusty Springs 40-year-old yeah, game <laughs> Okay <laughs> There de- is a small blemish sounds... down here But I don't know Is that enough to sacrifice?
1: Yes, without looking at it Okay <laughs> Yeah, of course I mean, there's a gazillion of these things out there
2: Yeah, the other dumb thing is I already have a chopper command So I don't need two <laughs> chopper commands What am I going to do with that? Exactly yeah. You turn it into a River Raid TE That's yeah. what you do with it
3: mm.
0: So, do you think, is River Raid, like, considered the best, one of the best games on Atari? Uh,
2: I'd say, sure, one of the best, but it's probably also one of the best well-known, which helps a lot.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I'm sure there's lots of good ones that people don't know about. Mm. Okay. But this one has, River Raid has both things going for it. Mm -hmm. It's good and it's popular. Yep. Okay. I was just wondering,
0: because... Yeah, I just have no idea. And then I, when I was watching the game chasers, they um, were talking about Atari, and one of the guys bought a system and was like, "Oh, it doesn't have any of the popular games, you know, like River Raid." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I know what River Raid is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're knowledgeable about games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. So where do we go from here?
3: Label.
2: Mm. We need a label. This one needs a label. Yep. Uh, this one needs to remove a label and install the game. Yep. And this one I need to figure out how to get the screws out. Right. So you've got one
1: complete version waiting for a label? Or you have two? two. Right, you got two. Mm.
2: Okay. Um. And those two are, yeah. Yeah, they're all fully functional. Both, both versions of the game. Mm. Yeah. So I guess that's it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Impressive. So it won't be too long before Aaron gets his copy. Uh yeah, and people get to play the packs. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe.
2: Yeah, if all things go well. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, of course, I've only tested it on my my one console. Hmm. That's the. Oh no! Moment, if it doesn't work in his one,
1: <laughs> doesn't work in any other console. Yeah. Than yours, <laughs> yeah. Cool, exciting. Hmm. I'm glad to hear it's almost there. For some reason, I thought it'd be another year or so.
2: (laughs) I I mean, I'm conscious of how fast the year has flown by. It's definitely going to... Yeah, I made the joke a long time ago about, hey, this is going to be the thing I'm doing all year. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it's happened. We're at the end of the year. Yeah. Nice. Mm. (laughs) For me, uh, my Twin Galaxies Ghouls and Ghosts world record got approved. (laughs)
0: That's the reason I downloaded this app (laughs) I'm glad you downloaded it for a good reason Congratulations, Winro
1: Yeah, thank you I'm pretty happy about that It took three weeks and one day to get verified
0: So that's... That's not too long
1: No, it was... um, I think it's quicker than most So I was watching as a lot of these previous things that i adjudicated on got verified and most of them all that what seemed like average to me was just over a month mm-hmm. so some of them were a week some of them were three weeks mm-hmm. most of them were just over a month some of them were eight months a year uh i don't really know why there's that broad time span i do know for a fact that no matter how many out there in the community vote to say, yes, that's a valid score. It still comes down to a Twin Galaxies referee to say, yes, it goes into the database as a verified score. Yep. So there's probably all sorts of factors to that. Mm. But, yeah, three weeks and one day, and then I got the message, and, yeah, it was all verified and very, very happy. Yeah.
0: So what happens when you have a world record like that?
1: (laughs) Naked ladies fall from the sky, um... You know, that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Fiona said, my wife. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Now, in reality, it was kind of, I don't know, a bit of a downer. (laughs) It was weird Mm. because I was watching that for, you know, obviously three weeks. Refreshing the page, refreshing the page, waiting, 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 looking at other scores that are going through and being verified and... Um, analysing the time that it's taking and going back and reading all the controversies that are happening within Twin Galaxies and world mm. records. And then finally I got the message that it had been verified and it's done. And then that was really it. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of so really funny. It's they, like a anti-climax, even though what really does happen? Nothing they, really happens. Did they Nothing send changes. you an email? No, I just got a notification.
2: Well, I know. Like, what, like notification? Yeah.
1: Oh, like a PM? No, well, it's like a notification in a in forum software yeah. or something like that.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 So no certificate. Oh, I can, yeah, I can about. get a certificate. You can get one. You apply for one. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll, do that. Yeah, I'll be doing that. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's what I was thinking. But then I thought maybe they don't do it now because there's so many tracks. Mm. Um, you know, there's so many tracks too that basically people don't play, and so. To get a world record, you could get an average score and just submit it, and then yeah, it probably wouldn't could. last very long. But yeah, you know,
1: no, it's it's a fair point. But it's only just recently that they've reintroduced the certificates. Okay. So they stopped doing them for about four years, or maybe even longer. Okay, and it's only just in the last month that they've reintroduced it, mm. and you have to pay for it as well. Yeah, so it's about a hundred bucks.
3: Oh
2: wow, Why, yeah. okay. Is it made of silver?
1: Cool. Yeah. <laughs> There's gold foil and
2: stuff all over it Yeah You know, it, it looks like a really nice How oh, they frame ticker. it, it what, wait, how, Tell me <laughs>
1: uh, It comes in a I don't know if it's actually leather It wouldn't be leather But it looks like a leather You know, envelope, surround thing with gold, gold foil jeans. And you open yeah. it up And yeah. it's got a, the gold foil sort of seal embossed yeah. And, you know like like a proper certificate would okay. look like okay. So it looks really nice yeah. So they have to cover their costs And yeah. I also think Well I know for a fact that's been implemented So people like you were saying John They're not just putting in a thousand mm. World records on tracks that they Made up as like best One lap time on Gran Turismo 4 or something like that yeah. And then getting a certificate mm. You actually have to pay for it and receive it so yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sort of curbs that behaviour Um but yeah, going back to like what I was talking about, it was done and then I I almost felt like I was missing a piece of my life after that because I was so invested <laughs> in waiting for this to be verified, spending so much time waiting for it to happen. Then when it happened, I didn't have that thing to preoccupi- preoccupy, preoccupy mm, me anymore. Yeah. It was bizarre. It was a weird yeah. feeling. Really weird feeling. Yeah. But yeah, no, obviously I'm really happy that it, it's gone through. Yeah. It's like doing a degree. <laughs> Spend five years doing something, then you get the thing at the end, and then what do you do? You get to you get to go and work for the rest of your life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh my trip down Twin Galaxies Lane.
0: It's an awesome achievement though. Like and the fact that your score is higher than any of the meme scores too is mm, yeah. you know, it's not like it's not like what we were saying, where it's just you're the only person with a score, and so it just happens to be the world record. Mm. It's actually a good score because you're beating anyone else who's trying it, even on MAME. So yeah, it's definitely. I mean, we have the 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 best ghouls and ghosts. Ghouls and ghosts.
1: <laughs> ghouls and ghosts. <laughs> ghouls you and got ghosts it right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> sitting here at this very table.
1: Ooh. <laughs> it's amazing. I can, it's sign, a pretty, it's I can a, sign your breast if you it's like. It's a pretty amazing achievement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thanks, John. Yeah, it was required a lot of work. Mm. But the work will continue because I'm going to go for another track in Ghouls and Ghosts. Mm. It's an easier track. It's the marathon setting, so mm. you just play for as long as you possibly can, mm. uh, regardless of how many lives you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's longer as well. So yeah. my tournament settings game was three hours. The marathon setting will probably be be over double that. It should be about seven hours Mm. to beat the current world record on that. So while it'll be easier to do, it's going to take more time to do. So that's my next quest.
0: Have you ever thought about speedrunning it?
1: I have, uh, but it's actually a well speedrunned game, Mm. if that's a term to use. Optimised. Yeah.
0: So I thought about this too and I was thinking it might not be so easy for you to speed run it because you it's like it's changing the way you play the game and yeah. the way you play is so ingrained yeah. that to switch up the way you play is not that easy. Yeah, um, it's also
1: a completely different skill set. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I have thought about it, but like I said, it there are world record holders on that at the moment that play it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I've even watched um, one of those guys do a run of it at um, Game Sun Quick. Mm-hmm. So, like Matt, you said, it's it's heavily optimised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The stuff they do is pretty amazing. Yeah, And I might be able to do some of those things as a one-off, um, but being able to do them consistently and all of them in one run, very, very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I'm... Attracted to the idea, because I love speedruns, I, I watch a lot of speedruns, but can I invest the time to learn something entirely different? Don't know. Mm. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. I have actually, though, started thinking about speedrunning um, some Commodore 64 games like The Last Ninja, because mm. I used to do that back in the day, and I developed a few glitches through a few of the games that mm. no one knows about, or mm. well, I'm assuming no one knows about. Yeah. So, right, yeah, I may do that. May you do that. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. Do you have anything else, John, to talk about in your exploits?
0: I do. Um, so, I've been doing some streaming. I got my little uh, SD capture device, mm-hmm. um, as in standard Definition.
3: <laughs> sure,
0: yeah. So it's it's a USB capture device that does uh, composite and S video. Which yeah. So it's not not the best, but it was pretty cheap. It was like fifty five dollars shipped. Mm. Came from Japan. All the box um up like words on the box and the manual is all Japanese. Um, but when you go to their website, there's like an English like click here for english <laughs> and uh, you go there and it's got really basic instructions like download this installer and then the the installer's all in japanese and it basically just says hit this button and then <laughs> hit this button hit this button for <laughs> virus <laughs> yeah and so you do that you follow that and but you it's it does come with some software but you don't you can use any software so i use obs open broadcaster which is mm-hmm. an open uh, or OBS, I don't know, it's called Open Broadcaster. Hmm. Um, it seems to be the popular one. Well, it's free, and it's quite good. does mm-hmm. pretty much everything you need. I actually use a version of it called Streamlabs OBS, which Streamlabs is like an add-on, but they, I guess because it's open source, they can do whatever they want, and they have their own kind of standalone version. But basically what the Streamlabs part of it does is You can have like your chatbots and your um, like follow and subscription notifications. You know how they have things pop up on the screen. Mm. Um, I set up some nice uh, Jean-Luc Picard uh, quotes (laughs) when people follow and (laughs) (laughs) it's just a bit of fun. And yeah, so I've been doing some streaming with that, streamed some uh, different different games from my actual hardware, which is fun. Mm. And, yeah, it doesn't look amazing, but it kind of doesn't matter that much when you're doing retro games, I yeah. think. Um, so I bought... I found a Broken Sword game on Xbox for $7, and Broken Sword's fun, so I got that. But then it didn't work. Um, it had some surface scratching on it. The game... I tested the disc before the stream and it worked okay, but I'd never started the game. So I started streaming, and I started the game, and there's a big load at the very beginning, mm-hmm. and it would, wouldn't complete that load. It kept freezing. Mm. And I was like, oh, God, I hope this isn't my console. But I took the disc to Traders, got it cleaned in their machine, mm-hmm. and now it works. And that load oh, wow. is really long. It's like, oh. I haven't timed it, but it takes ages. So that...
1: Cleaning of disc thing actually works
0: Yeah, 100% uh-huh. It's really good um, Basically, they put a substance on it Which is kind of like toothpaste It's like that kind of like gumption almost Or hmm. uh, And I don't really know specifically what that does But I know the machine essentially takes a very small layer off yeah. the disc
1: Could it be like uh, Novus 1? For yeah, pinball machines, right. it's a very... Abrasive. Yeah, but yep. very, very slight yeah. abrasive Light for abrasive, cleaning yeah. plastics. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so basically that's what the machine does. And so you can't do it over and over and over. I don't know how many times you can do it, but my understanding is, you know, three, four times, and that's kind of all you got. Mm. Um, this disc had... It looked okay. Like, I've seen discs that look way worse but it must have just been a scratch in a certain place that yeah. it just wasn't happening. Bouncing the laser. Yeah. And so... But yeah, cleaned it up and it got rid of all those surface scratches. I think that's your best bet with those cleaning machines To when it's surface scratches. Hmm. Um, and then it worked. But getting to what I was really going to talk about. <laughs> um, while I was there, I saw a few games at the Blacktown Game Traders. So... They have more um, like PS2, Xbox, Xbox 360, that kind of era. Mm -hmm. They don't really have much of the 16-bit or 8-bit. They've got some, but not much. Mm -hmm. Um, But I saw two fighting games, um, Dead or Alive 3 and Soul Calibur 2, which I picked up. And I've been playing mostly Soul Calibur 2. I haven't played much of Dead or Alive, but... Um, I was thinking, as I was playing Soul Calibur, I was thinking about you, Mark, because I know you said oh. that you don't really like 3D fighting games. Hmm. But I feel like, I don't know if you've played much Soul Calibur, but maybe you Play should it a bit. give it a bit of a, a revisit. Or I'd be interested to see how you feel about it. But also, I was going to ask you more about what it is that you don't like about. Newer fighting games, um, just to, yeah, because so one thing about this game, and the reason why I thought maybe you might like it more, is that it reminded me a bit more of when we play Mortal Kombat 2 together, mm-hmm. where there's a lot more like of that, you know, baiting and, um, you know, uh, it's more about positioning, than, yeah. yeah, um. And trying to anticipate the other player's moves, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's in every fighting game. But what there's less of, which is something that I thought, or I got the impression you didn't like, was like combo punishes, where there's air combos that go for ages, and you're you're locked. Where if you're if you're being punished, you actually have no control over your character for mm. a certain amount of time. Mm. Um, but I don't know if there was anything else.
1: Well, I don't like that regardless of 2D or 3D. Yeah. Um, But 3D fighting games, I just don't like how they feel. They Mm. feel sluggish. Okay. It's not really anything about, you know, uh, preferring spacing or... Okay. That sort of stuff. It's just 3D fighters feel really sluggish. Okay. It feels like... The gravity's too high, or something like that, and obviously, two D fighters, maybe you could say the gravity's too low, but there's, it, there's just more immediacy mm. to what you're doing in a two D fighter.
0: That's interesting. One thing that I guess in a two D, three uh, D fighter, you don't have that you have in two D fighters is like jump ins. Mm. So, and and that when you said the gravity feels higher, that's one thing that it makes me think of. Mm. Is jumping is virtually non-existent. Yeah. In three D fighters. Yeah.
1: You jump very small distance. Yeah. I think that they attempt to be a bit more realistic. Yeah. So even when you press a attack, there's a lot longer delay before it actually um impacts. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a two D fighter it's often, you know, a couple of frames or mm. something like that. In yeah. a three D fighter you've got the whole animation of the leg coming out and yep. then hitting So yeah, it's just a it just feels completely different okay. to a two D fighter. Which is why I've never really liked them.
0: Maybe I'm totally off the mark then because it sounds like it's not the things I thought you didn't like and not the things that I thought you didn't like. (laughs) Uh. Wait, does that make sense? (laughs) (laughs) A common, yeah. Well, I was thinking more of the combos and I even watched... So I went to... So Soul Calibur 6 is coming out um, Mm. and there's been some tournaments in that and there is combos in that. um, And I went to actually have a look because I wanted to watch some Soul Calibur 6 I looked at Soul, like a searched Soul Calibur on YouTube and I found a Soul Caliber 2 competition from one year ago. Huh. And it's all seems fairly competitive and mm. big-ish. Not as big as like Evo, but mm. mm-hmm. um, not tiny. Mm. And I was watching that and there's hardly any combos. There's launches um, like for air combos. So moves yeah. that launch the other player into the air. Yeah. And usually they'd follow that up with one or two hits, but not like in Tekken where it's like, you know, you're following down the screen. Yeah, you're like juggling them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of came to the conclusion that there's not a lot of those kinds of juggle combos in Soul Calibur 2. I could be wrong, but these are supposed to be like top players playing, so hmm. surely they'd be
1: doing it. If- there's, there's juggling in things like Marvel vs. Capcom and those sort of games. Oh, yeah. those, And yeah. I don't mind those. Right. So- I don't really... Love them or anything okay. But I don't mind them Okay
0: Yeah so So long story short It's not that No And the things that you Don't like Is the pacing Which In Soul Calibur Is potentially worse And I think that's partly Because of the weapons Right <laughs> So and, and the way that The strings are Like And when I say strings I mean like You know A three or four hit Flurry of attacks mm-hmm. um, Which is usually You know A combination of directions And Attack presses like in a certain string, I guess that's why they call it a string. Mm. Um, and those can, if you don't really know the strings of that character, it can feel really like janky and sluggish. Because if you do moves that aren't in those kinds of strings, they can give you they can be really punishable, as in your recovery time can be very long, yeah. Um It'd also probably
1: feel very stop-starty as opposed to a fluid movement, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: yeah, I I guess that's you said it better. What I'm trying to get at is yeah, it's very like stop-starty and you feel vulnerable. Mm. Um, because usually the last move in a string is has a quick recovery. Um,
1: yeah, Mm. and having said all of that, I mean, I'm keen to still play them. mm. Um, I think you and I have played a few 3D fighters against each other in various places and I've always enjoyed them Mm -hmm. it's it's I think it's more uh single player fighting games I prefer to be 2D yeah um multiplayer it doesn't really matter because when you're playing against someone else it's just a lot of fun regardless yeah okay
0: cool yeah okay yeah well I mean I've been playing that at home Hmm. and it's pretty fun cool yeah
2: You have another one, Matt. I can. Please. Been watching watching lots of Starcraft lately. (laughs) Ah. There's there's actually two leagues running right now. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's one that's almost at the end, and one that just began. Hmm. Um. Is it on? Are they both Korean-based? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's all that matters. That's all all I'm watching. I have no idea what's is happening it, anywhere else in the world. It's in the mm. same studio, though, or... No. So, um, the KSL, which is the one we've been watching, the, mm. the one that's been going for a couple of months now, I mm. uh, actually don't know if he's <laughs> doing that. Um, it's a Because that's a brand new league. It's the first one they've run. Mm-hmm. Um, no. But the other one, the ASL, it's in the Freaka TV studio. Yep. Yeah, that's their ah. thing.
0: But is it still Tastosis? Yeah, Tastosis.
2: Yeah,
1: Taste Yeah. What's a tasty? What's it? Who?
2: Tastosis. Yeah, the two casters <laughs> that do the English. They've always done the English Starcraft, Brood mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Tasteless and Artosis. Right. Mm. And so you combine their names, Tastosis, the casting Archon. <laughs> I get <laughs> it. And to explain, the Archon in the game, the Archon is you take two dark. Two High Templars, and they merged together to become a energy guy. Right. Cool. Yeah. So I they, see. They, yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: <laughs> and they're good commentators, I take it.
2: Uh, they're fun. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's... Makes a big difference. Yeah. Having good commentators.
0: It's probably argued that there are better commentators in the StarCraft community, but these guys have been doing it for so long, and... They're obviously American, moved to Korea, so they live in Korea, Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of one of those things where, I guess, they've committed themselves to it so much, and there's probably no one else who could do that.
3: Mm. They're probably making good money out of it too. Oh,
0: I'm sure they are, Um, but always playing second fiddle to the Korean casters. but, yeah, you'd have to be a special kind of person to do that, because, I mean, they they speak Korean now, you know. I mean, mm. been living there probably 15 years oh. or more. No, nah. No? You don't at think best, so? They were living best, there before Tasteless 2 been came there out.
2: 10 years. Oh, really? Yeah. They were there before StarCraft 2 came out, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how long ago was that? About 10 years. Okay. No, I mean, since the first time I'd seen Tasteless cast... Uh, I think it was 10 years ago. It's the the GSL, the old G- <laughs> <laughs> uh They didn't even call it GOM TV Classic, which mm. they did at one point. But before all that, um, was it called GSL?
3: I, only, I don't know. I,
2: GOM I only, TV started, ever, it was about, it was, yeah. they had three of them way back then. Okay.
0: I just remember GOM TV and yeah, but I didn't, it was StarCraft 2 that really got me into it. So, yeah.
1: And this is StarCraft 1. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. so
0: they re-released it um, with, like, updated graphics. And, uh-huh. well, all the textures are the same. Everything's the same, right? It's just, they, hey, it's resolution. They
2: redrew all the graphics to be a high resolution. Oh, this okay. is Blizzard? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can play the game, yeah, well, in high res and widescreen. Mm. Um, but otherwise, if the game's identical
1: and did this re release kickstart starcraft back in again or was yeah, it quite a bit.
2: Were, yeah. pe- the these leagues were already running. Hmm. Um
1: but I, I as far as I understand and I don't understand very much about this whole history but mm-hmm. I think there w- was a lot of leeching of the really good players from the original game to the sequels because you know technological advances yeah. blah blah blah. So it,
2: the StarCraft 2 took a lot of attention away but uh most players didn't switch over. Like a, a bunch mm. did, mm. and a few were successful. Mm. But generally, all the Brood War players weren't that great at StarCraft 2. Mm. Right. Um, yeah. And a lot of them at the time were like, well, in Korea, you have to do mandatory military service mm. for two mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. When you turn about 20 ish years old is when most of them go. And so most of the players that were there were like, okay, can't play StarCraft anymore, just go do that. Yeah And m- mostly that's the end of their career Because they come back and they're no good anyway <laughs> <laughs> After two years They're too old Yeah 22 Yeah, that's too old Old and broken <laughs> <laughs> But the thing Just the thing I may have mentioned before The funny thing now is that All the people still playing StarCraft 1 In these leagues Are the same guys that were playing it 10 years ago hmm. Because mm. because StarCraft 2 kind of put a pause on New Blood mm. Getting into the old game mm. I, uh, yeah, that all the all the old guys are still doing it. There, all yeah, these players I've right. been watching and I ten years ago are still doing part that. of the, you know, the good part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah.
1: you know all the characters yeah. and
2: yeah. And I <laughs> I don't remember if I have mentioned this as well. Yeah, it's it's like watching the '90s Chicago Bulls play today. Hmm. If yeah. they were still playing, if they were still running around hmm. playing basketball, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. And I think. it and I think it's considered, I mean,
0: the original StarCraft or Brood War is considered, I don't know if you could call it more hardcore or a higher skill cap. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, like, quality of life improvements added into StarCraft 2, I think, to make it more accessible for casual players, yeah. which a lot of the skills that those Brood War players had became, like, not relevant, I guess. Yeah. Um mm. I mean, there's obviously still a lot of skill in playing the game, but uh, it's almost like they're on a different level, or I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know if you can describe it in a different way,
2: Matt. No, that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on another level. I mean, I I don't want to play it up too much. Yeah, well, but you could I, yeah. you could safely say that the skills are different. There's yeah. a bunch of things you had to do in the first game that just aren't needed anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like. I think we've talked about it before, but only being able to select twelve units in a control group yeah. um, which just means overall like a lot more keyboard presses, which is not necessarily skillful, but it's a different skill to what is used in starcraft two
2: mm. um, so is there still a big money unit um so the win is money it's not as big as it was, I think the winner. Of KSL, it's something like 30000 US dollars. Okay. Which is like 30 million Korean won. Mm. So roughly around that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's not massive, massive like a lot of these really big things are
2: now, but it's still a lot bigger than a lot of other stuff. You consider that... uh, See, back then it was the teams are playing. Even if the player wins, they probably, you know... But they're giving... The good players are probably supporting their entire team with their winnings. Yeah. Um, but now it's all individuals, because it's not really pro anymore. Mm. So, that player wins, they pocket the whole thing, you know. Mm.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, still, that's not a... That can't keep you alive for a year.
2: Oh, yeah. So, so the other so reason why and it, it still works for all these old pro players is because they're all streaming on Afrika TV, which is basically Twitch TV. Mm. And oh, they, and they get and money they, out of that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So... I I think it's similar where people can you know subscribe and all that stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. viewers can donate. Yeah, that sort of thing. It's probably advertising as well. Mm. Hmm. Yep.
1: That's pretty awesome.
2: The real story. So I haven't even begun. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the grand final for KSL will be on this Saturday. <laughs> so exciting! <laughs> this Saturday, which yeah. will probably pass by the time podcast comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You, everyone here misses out, but I'm okay. going to watch it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you go to a uh, bar to watch it? Or? No,
2: because, well, that, that used to happen, but not anymore. Hmm. I think it's not popular enough now. Hmm. Right.
1: Even at Mana Bar or something like that?
2: Well, I don't live in wherever there's a Mana Bar.
1: I thought there was a Mana Bar in
2: Sydney. No? No? Oh, you mean Spawn Point Bar? Yeah, that one. Same thing. Maybe. Mm, I don't But think it's all... It's all it. movers. Yeah. Last time I was there. Yeah. Right. The...
0: Yeah. And now, like, Fortnite and... Not that there's many comps, I guess. Even... There's even Overwatch comps now. Yeah. But yeah, I think... It's all those team games.
3: Hmm.
2: I think people are... Starcraft's, like, old man stuff now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I might I, check, but yeah. This, it's so unlikely they're going to be showing it. Yeah. Mm.
1: It is retro I think it's yeah. such a it's hard It's 10 years old
2: It's 20 years old
1: There you go
0: I feel like it's such a hard like thing a to, to attract people to come to A bar for something that they can just watch at home You know what I mean? Like you can just stream yeah. it at home Have a few mates over or
1: whatever Maybe if you live close to the bar It's a different story
0: But mm.
1: uh, Or maybe if You and your mates live very far away you have that excuse to go to a place to enjoy it together.
3: Yeah, the but thing with the yeah. bar
1: crafts
2: was there's other really strange people equally. Yeah, there with you. <laughs> yeah, you know it, it, this thing that no one else really knows, but suddenly you're in a room with hundreds of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome. It, yeah, and you don't you don't really get it. Yeah, at home, you know, if you're watching some normal sport in a stadium. And something happens on the field, and the whole crowd goes crazy. Mm. You never get that normally, but in those bar crafts that used to be on in Circular yeah. really Key, that was amazing. Yeah, something goes on in the whole place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somehow is so loud. Yeah, mm. I, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Over yeah. this, this thing just happened on the screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I remember the the first time, like the first big battle. You know, everyone's just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. There's one in particular I remember. I think it was. There's was a final, I think it was Life versus MVP. Mm. There's one moment where... um, Down two games already, so it was not doing well. And then... There's one moment on the map, like the Mothership, which is the big unit. Mm. You, fly, you, you didn't know it was getting built, but... All of a sudden, they show on the screen... The mother, she's flying over this island mm. uh, area and and the crowd goes crazy. <laughs> it's so loud. And then he walks in, whatever it does, yeah. mass teleport. Yeah. And then everyone's even louder, like yeah. unbelievably <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, i never forget
0: that.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty fun experience.
1: Yeah, live crowds in things like that. You can't replace it. Yeah. It creates such a great vibe.
0: I'm sure you could uh convince Ben to play it at nineteen eighty nine. Actually Do you, have screens? you won't be able to hear it because probably not hooked up to a PC. Mm. He does. Well, they're all hooked up to the consoles and oh, stuff. Yeah.
2: But not like a display for No. Stuff.
0: Yeah. It'll probably be it'll be busy though and loud. Mm.
2: mm. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Good stuff. Jong versus Last. Maybe we should Indeed.
0: Maybe we should think about that the next time there's like a big pinball comp going on or something and we can go there and watch pinball and drink beers or something. Where? Anywhere that'll show it. That, oh, right. I was thinking 1989 hmm. because we know Ben.
1: <laughs> yeah. I actually mentioned to Jimmy, I don't know if it came out on the interview, but when I interviewed him up at Netherworld, I asked him, um, has he thought about, doing some live streaming of, you know, massive eSports events Mm. or things like that, like things like Evo, Mm. uh, Games Done Quick, some of the StarCraft stuff. The
0: ESL stuff,
1: like the Counter-Strike stuff is massive as well. Yeah, and I can't imagine that wouldn't be popular in a a bar arcade that gets Mm. a lot of people.
0: Mm. Um, They should just have that on instead of normal sports.
1: Well, that was the funny thing, I think I've already talked about this before, but when I was in Colorado that time for work, and I was at a bar, and I looked up and on the TV was, they were streaming Evo, Mm. in the middle of Colorado, this sort of country (laughs) town, just bizarre, and that was just amazing. Do you think that was
0: because there was someone there that worked there that was into it, or?
1: It could have been, Mm. yeah, but it was just a bizarre experience, because, you know, it's, (laughs) like I said, sort of a country town, um, in the middle of nowhere, in the Midwest, and uh, sort of like a, what do you call it, a, a folk band playing, playing oh, folk right. music, <laughs> you know, drinking our beer and eating our sort of, I can't even remember what meal it is, but some sort of country <laughs> meal and there's Evo playing on the screens behind the bar. <laughs> it was bizarre. Yeah. but So cool.
0: Wow. That is weird.
1: Mm. Hey mate, good stuff. My... Uh, thing that i could talk about next is uh i picked up a walking dead pinball machine Mm. i don't quite a pickup yeah Mm. i don't have it in my arcade just yet Mm. i don't actually have the space just yet i'm moving stuff around to try and find the space for it Mm -hmm. um but yeah i have purchased that and just waiting for it to arrive kind of exciting yeah it's a machine that I hated for many many years. Just thought it was not fair, um, brutal. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of those machines where I, I describe it as active hate. <laughs> so I, I, I actually, I, I almost feel physically, um, mm-hmm. physical hatred towards mm-hmm. the machine.
0: Mm-hmm. Like you're like that Walking Dead pinball machine is a real asshole of a guy. Yeah,
1: that's one way you could describe <laughs> it as. <laughs> um and then after many many years playing it in tournaments uh casually as well uh kind of finally brought me around and i do feel that way about very hard games i think so the difficulty mm. will sort of really beat me down and yeah but i'm the sort of person where i don't want to give up i want to mm. overcome that mm. and so like i said by playing it over the years mm. i finally started to Really get into it and so when the opportunity arose, um yeah, I went for it. Nice. And it could be a a sort of a short term game because mm-hmm. my idea was because I'm on the list for Elvira three, the third Elvira pinball machine, which should be coming out beginning of next year, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um I thought maybe I should start thinking about how I can get the money to buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thought, well, maybe I can do that sooner rather than later. That's mm-hmm. probably a good idea. Mm. And then if I do get the money to buy it, why don't I just buy something that's going to hold its value? Mm. And then when Elvira 3 does come out and I decide, yeah, okay, I actually want to get Elvira 3, then mm. I can sell off the thing that held its value and get Elvira 3. Yeah. Or if I decide if I decide that Elvira 3 isn't what I was hoping for, I just keep what I already have. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that was kind of the decision-making around it. Mm. And all the other pieces just fell into place. Mm. The right Walking Dead came came around at the right price. Mm. So, yeah, I grabbed it. Yep. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the things about buying a pinball machine is that they do tend to hold their value, and it depends on what you buy. But something that's new that, you know, within the last 10 years... Mm. Um, from stern are really they're quite robust Hmm. and if you buy a game that's popular like the walking dead um people are always going to want it so it's going to be pretty easy to sell yeah and when you sell it you're pretty much going to get what you paid for it yeah so um it's it's a pretty safe safe thing you know it's safe to buy um it's kind of like just putting your money in the bank (laughs) yeah that's right you know um it's, you get it back even faster than a, a, uh, what do you call it? Term deposit.
3: Hm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's even better than, you know, if you buy a car, when you buy a car. Yeah. As soon as you drive it out of the lot, you probably lost five or $10,000. Mm. But a pinball machine, you buy it, it'll probably be worth a thousand dollars more than when you bought it. If you sell it two years later or whatever. Yeah. yeah that's true. But again, especially these popular titles, they just hold their value. Yep. And this one in particular, like I said, I got a good price for it, so I could sell it tomorrow for higher than what I bought it for. Mm. So it was a bit of a no brainer. Mm. Like I said, the pieces just sort of fell together. Mm. So mm.
0: So going back to what you were saying about the game, you disliking it at first and then it growing on you, um I'm not gonna I think it's hard probably hard to answer why that is, but maybe what you could say is or well, what I'm interested to know from you is how how do you pr- approach the game now? Um, what do you actually do when you step up to the game? Because that's one thing that I'm, I I seem to be I seem to be going backwards and forwards with this game as to what the best way to approach it is, or or I haven't yet found a way I feel comfortable to approach this game because no matter what I do, I always feel totally uncomfortable and like mm. I'm gonna die at any second.
1: Hmm. Um. I think the thing that tipped me over the edge was finally understanding some of the, I was going to say basic rules, it's more of an advanced rule, but Mm. it's not a difficult thing to do, it's just a matter of knowing the certain circumstances that put it all in place and then for it to happen. Yeah. And a few people that I know very well, like Matthew Venables, for instance, Mm. he... Expert pinball player, Matthew Venables. Indeed, and good photographer too. Expert photographer. (laughs) Um, He tried to explain this to me for a very long time. (laughs) And, you know, full uh, props to him for having the patience (laughs) to continually, you know, give me these tips and stories because it just doesn't sink in. This is what
0: made me laugh because knowing him... I can I can just imagine him, I think it's something he does or just part of his personality too where he, he won't lose patience, he'll watch you make the same mistake <laughs> over and over and over and every time he'll say, oh, you know what you should do, you should go for this shot and then do this mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah and try it this way. Yep. And then he'll tell you the same thing next time when he sees you make that mistake yep. and then he'll That's do right. it again and again. Yep.
1: And he'll never lose patience. No. He'll just keep telling you. Yep. It's a virtue. (laughs) Most people would give up on me, but he didn't. Yeah. And finally, it sort of sunk in, and I understood just the first maybe three or four things you should do to start off on that game. Mm. And when you achieve it, you you might not achieve it, you know, um, you might only achieve it once out of ten times, Mm -hmm. but when you do achieve it, it feels really, really good. Mm -hmm. And... It's also the main reason why I wanted a premium over a pro because that entire set of rules require that action button on the premium. Okay. You can't do it on the pros. Right.
3: So
0: so
1: the pros don't have an action button? No.
0: Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. All right. So now regale us with
1: said rule. <laughs> so this is going to test me because if I get it wrong, <laughs> I'm going to be in trouble. Um. So, what you want to do is launch the ball. Good start, right?
0: Um, the only then... start, some might say. <laughs> you can't even short-plunge it in this game.
1: Well, you can, uh, you but can. it's not really going to get you No, it's anyway. not going to do anything. Um, but so, yeah, you have the three drop targets on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, and those three drop targets cycle between three different modes. hmm and when you knock down one of those drop targets, it locks in one of those modes. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's each, the
0: food, weapons, and first aid. Yeah, correct. Yep.
1: And each one of those modes has a um, a Walker bomb associated with it, which ah. is the the action button. Yes. So, this is how I do it, and I sometimes get the order around the wrong way, but it doesn't okay. really matter. Yeah. But Matt always, you know, yells at me for getting it around the wrong way sometimes. <laughs> But you, <laughs> in a very patient way, of course. Yes, <laughs> you shoot straight up the center to hit the barn. Yep, which uh, will grab the ball um, mm-hmm. and then light up all your main shots. Yep, for the shots to work towards multi-ball. Yep, right. So you do that. All your shots, all your shots light up for multi-ball, um, which are all lit blue. Mm-hmm. And then after that, what you want to try and do is shoot the drop target bank and get first aid locked in. Mm-hmm. So you you wait for the light to cycle to first mm-hmm. aid. Right. Then you shoot one of the drop targets. Mm-hmm. One of them goes down or two of them go down, whatever. It mm-hmm. locks it in first aid. That's good. Then you can sort of start, you know, shooting your shots to try and count towards ball. Mm-hmm. But before you make that very last shot to start ball, what you want to do is get that last drop target down. Yep. So you complete first aid, Mm -hmm. that gives you a first aid walker bomb. Yep. And your action button lights up blue. Okay. Um, Then, as long as you're just one shot away from starting multi-ball, you don't go for multi-ball. Yep. You basically Ah. got a free pass, because then you can shoot everything else Mm. on the game, get as many points as Mm. you want, do anything you like. Yep. As soon as that ball goes to drain, Mm. like out the out lane or straight down the center, press the walker bomb which counts towards one shot towards multi-ball, multi-ball starts, starts. ball Ball save, balls start coming in, and off you go. And it's just a really, really cool rule. So I think the way that it works is...
0: So the the multi-ball you're talking about is the prison multi-ball, which is Mm. uh, the middle shot. And from memory, I mean, and this is... I know it works like this on uh, Nathan's machine because our friend Nathan has a Walking Dead... I don't know if he's got it set to default difficulty level, but um, I know that when you... So you start the multi-ball, like working towards the multi-ball mode where you get all your shots lit up blue. Mm -hmm. And when you hit them, they get counted. Um, The other way you can get um, those shots counted is just by hitting the prison in the middle. that's right. Um, But also, once you've hit all the shots, I think you have to hit the prison once more. Yeah, that's right. And then... And then once more, then it will be ready, yeah. and then that's when you can hit it once more to start it.
1: Yeah, when the prison is pulsing really quickly, yeah, that means it's one shot away,
0: right? So you get it one shot away, and then you do other things, yeah, okay. Then you
1: just start playing for other stuff. Yep. And, so, and one strategy yeah. to do there is to start shooting the um, the well walker, which right. is the yeah, the bash toy on the right, building up that because then you multiple. can, yeah, build that up. Right and you can also get a walker bomb for him which is the food. It's okay. the green one. Right. So you can get him one away from starting World Walker okay. Molly Ball and have that in the pocket as right. well.
3: Yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, and so when you actually so when you um
0: complete your first aid by hitting down those three targets you're also lighting one of the other modes. The single ball modes as well. Yep, that's right. So yeah. at that point, is that what you tend to focus on—the single ball modes—while you're once you've got your um, multi ball one one shot away? Yeah. So you've got like your you get out of jail card, which is hitting your button to start your multi ball. Yep. And then while you while you're in that get out of jail free space, you're playing other modes that are worth yep. like a fair bit of points. Yep. Yeah.
1: And also working towards. So, if you complete a mode, then you can knock that drop down uh, target bank again Mm -hmm. to light another mode and Mm -hmm. keep playing that. And then when you've got all three of those on the drop targets, uh, Bloodbath lights up. Mm -hmm. And then you drop them down again, and then Bloodbath starts, which is is another multiball mode. Yep, yep. And then, besides that, if you do end up going into just normal prison multiball, because that can often happen because you just did a random shot straight up the center, Mm -hmm. then that's when you can also just start shooting the drop targets as much as possible to work towards bloodbath. Yep. So it's sort of a good way to start an attack on the machine Mm. and then it sort of opens everything else up. Yeah.
0: That's interesting because just having that button seems like it makes so much difference. But I guess, can you still get the bombs in the Pro? No. Hmm. No. That changes the game so much, it seems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's... Because one of... I guess one of the main problems I have with it is that feeling of never feeling safe, which I guess is just the way some games are. Mm. Um, but it's just... I probably prefer... I like a game... I, I I guess I like being able to put myself in a position where I'm safe. Mm. Um, Maybe
1: that's what I like about it. I never even thought about that mm. before. Yeah. Once I realize there's this safe zone you can get into... Mm. You can relax a little bit. Mm. Whereas before that, without knowing that, you are constantly just in complete danger because yeah. that's just a brutal game.
0: Yeah. I mean, it feels like it can bite you at any moment. Mm. And it's like it's like no playing, playing with a snake, you know? It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, this is cool, but this is dangerous, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I can <laughs> um, say I've done that before, but sure. Well, I don't know. It's the closest thing I could think of. Anyway... It's mm. like having unprotected sex <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's an even worse analogy It feels good It might end up really badly <laughs> You might get gonorrhea Well, this has gone out down a dark path
2: <laughs> so. Anyway, that's
1: exciting mm. Mm. Yes, it will be exciting when it lands in my arcade In about a month and a bit's time, probably
3: mm-hmm.
1: I just have to figure out where it's going to go Yeah. Oh no, I might get another beer. Alrighty. Do you want one, Matt? (laughs) I might get some water. (laughs) What else have you been up to, John?
0: Um, Let's kind of like... Well, I I did have one other thing, and I was just talking to Matt about it a little. So when my Broken Sword disc didn't work, I ended up playing another game, Alien Trilogy, on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And I streamed that. Is that
1: first-person?
0: It's a first-person shooter. It's pretty much just Doom with
1: Aliens theme <laughs> it should be good Although, it's a good combination
0: yeah i mean having honestly i haven't played a lot of doom so i suppose i don't have a lot of authority to say that that's what it is hmm. um but from what i've seen i feel like that's pretty much it um yeah it's pretty cool like i think aliens the what would you call it? Art design um is pretty cool. I mean, I yeah. guess you know It's iconic. It's it's got I mean, I guess it was made with the budget of a, a feature film. Um or several feature films you could say, I suppose. Mm. Because it's not just it's not just one movie, you know, it's several movies. It's um, the trilogy. Yeah. But 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 it's that uh it's that the the future from the point of view of the 70s and 80s, yeah. you know, mm. um, and 90s, I guess, um, you know, uh, colour, like, green and black CRT computer screens with yeah. big grey keyboards, you know, supposedly in the year, I don't know, 2000 and something. Yeah. I'm not sure when it's set. I don't know if you guys know.
1: No, I don't know. By hand.
0: Um, yeah. But then, like... Um, They'll have, they have like handguns and shotguns, like sauna shotguns and pulse rifles. Mm. And, oh, that's right. We were talking about the clip when I was streaming. We were talking about the the clips, um, as in the bullets that they use. Because it seemed like I didn't need to ever reload my gun. Uh, And then I worked out eventually that you do need to reload the handgun. Um, But we were Mm. talking about the clips in the pulse rifles and... It's actually like a really tiny case. Like, Hmm. I don't know what size you would, what could you compare it to? Um,
1: An Atari cartridge?
0: Well, I would say half the size of that. From what I remember in the movie, movie. it was kind of like, yeah, half the size of that. So, um, it's about...
2: Half of the Red Bull over there. Yeah,
0: it's it's about 10 centimetres long. Or roughly three inches and, But then it also had like a little pole Or a stick thing mm. That stuck out of it Where they plugged it into the yeah. thing Which I mean what could those bullets be made of? Technology, <laughs> come on yeah, It's the future, it's the future. <laughs> <laughs> And the, I've always loved the pulse rifle sound too Oh yeah,
1: it's a fantastic sound
0: um, It's it's And it's so unique Like mm. I don't know if there's anything else like it If it's I don't know if I'm like, you know, just being really, uh, uh, what's the word, Um, naive, like not knowing that that sound originates from something else.
1: Uh, It's quite possible it is, but aliens was what made it, mm. you know, popular. mm, And now no one else can use that sound because it's the alien sound. (laughs) Yeah, Everyone knows that sound.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But what was funny was that the facehuggers seemed to make... A sound that was very similar to the pulse rifle sound. I don't know if you noticed that, but Mm. anyway, Ah. that's just an aside. This is just in the game. Something like when they were right underneath you, like at your feet, they made this kind of, it sounded like a pulse rifle, maybe Mm. that they just pitch shifted like to be a little deeper. Mm. Um, Yeah, anyway. and Legs
1: on the metallic floor, perhaps?
0: Yeah, maybe it was meant to be like that. Mm. Um, It sounded really weird. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's I think it's a fun game. Maybe yeah. I
1: seem to recall it was okay.
0: There's a bit of there's, there's definitely a lot of nostalgia there for me for that game. Hmm. The controls are interesting. Um one of the guys that was talking to me while I was playing it was saying how when it was originally reviewed it was given like really bad scores for the control scheme.
3: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Um, I think it was before the Jill Shock was around. And you use the L and R, like L1 and R1 to strafe left and right. Oh, yeah. Which I think at the time that was almost a revelation because, you know, in Doom originally, you never strafed uh, with the original controls, I don't think. Yeah, you strafed. You
1: did?
2: Yeah. Had to hold in shift. Uh, Was it shift? I I think I used to change it to like alt or something like that. Oh, maybe it was all. Either way, you could strafe. I might turn. have been too young to understand funny, that. <laughs> but not mm. the way that. But that's still the same thing, right? Not the way that you would have played. You know, any modern shooter. It's you got move forward, move back, turn left, turn right, and mm. the modifier yeah. moves right, moves left. So you're yeah. not doing both at the same time.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a little
2: weird. Mm. Mm. And
1: then you have those really weird people that are
2: um,
1: moved them that, with the mouse. Well, remember they'd like oh, push yeah. up Oh yeah, 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 up, yeah. Up, 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 I remember up, that To keep moving well, forward I Terrible. think when you
2: <laughs> Did people want to do that really? Because I know in zoom when you aim with the mouse Forward and back would still move you forward and back Yeah If you just try not to move You know use the keys to run forward and then.
0: I think I remember move. people doing things like that And also having like strafe left and right on the mouse as well Oh um, hmm. So they would be moving around with the mouse and aiming really on the keyboard, oh. which is really weird to imagine. But I remember that
3: hmm.
0: vaguely. <laughs> hmm. I mean, maybe I'm just making it all up. I, I
1: have. We'd been, never do that. No, no, never say things that we, are we only talk facts here on this <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was it was weird uh, with that control, but still like pretty functional. It was a bit janky. Um, Something to do with the way your motion works. Like, it's almost felt like Sonic where you start out really slow and then you get faster as you continue to move. Okay. Uh, And I think that makes it feel a bit janky Hmm. um, because it's very Mm -hmm. stop-starty. And there was a sprint button too. But yeah, anyway, and and then it's got the... 2D enemies that have that thing where they're always looking at you no matter, like, where yeah. you are, so you can't uh, sneak yeah. up on them. And yep. um, Yeah. But, yeah, you're just fighting facehuggers and aliens. But the funny thing about the facehuggers is you don't ever aim up or down, so you're shooting them, like, with your pistol, and you you can see the pistol shot flying in the air, um, which is weird because, like, it's like the pistol shot's 3D. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, to sail over the... Over the um, face hugger, and the face hugger would get hit. Oh right! <laughs> it's like a meter above the face hugger. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then I don't know if you ever saw Matt while I was playing, but if you let the face hugger get too close to you, like on top of you, it has this sprite that like covers the screen, uh, and it's like yes. the bottom side of the face hugger, yep. and it's like yep. sucking on your head. Yep. <laughs> and it feels really um, confronting. Mm. I think because, the you know, when you think of it in terms of the movie, you're dead if that happens. <laughs> mm.
1: Well, worse than dead. Yeah, you're exactly. You're going to be impregnated. Yeah. And then die later. <laughs> yeah. In a very bad way.
0: Yep. But in the game, it's just you take a bit of damage and then it's gone. Mm. And so it's almost like a way to kill them is just to for that to happen. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Uh And I played it for quite a while, and I'll definitely go back to it. But the first level I played... So, I played it before, and so I started on, like, level 3. And it took me ages to get through the first level. And that's because... I mean, the first level I played when I was streaming. That's because I didn't realize that I had to go back into the lift that I started the level on to actually finish. So, the way that it works is you're in this lift and you you go into a facility, and so you're walking around on this floor in the facility, and you have to find keys and kill the aliens and stuff, and there's certain um, objectives you have. Like, I think in this one, I had to go and get data out of a computer or something like that. Um, so I did that, and I was trying to find the exit for so long, and I kept going around in circles in the level... And there's the lift where I started, and then opposite to that, there was another door. So, I thought, i probably have to go in there. I have to open that door somehow, and I couldn't figure out how to open it. Anyway, eventually, after just trying so much stuff, I walked back into the lift that I started in, and the level ended. And I was like, fuck, that's what I had to do the whole time. (laughs) It was pretty annoying, but also kind of funny at the same time. Hmm. So, Yeah. Uh, cool. Alien trilogy. The shotgun was go. pretty cool.
1: Yep. Shotguns At- are usually pretty cool. Yeah, in games. Mm. Yep. All right. Do you have anything else, Matt? No. You got nothing. Nothing. That's not true. What? Because we went to the first Critical Hit competition. Oh, ah, yeah. 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 Critical Hit is a pinball competition with playing cards so i I guess the organizers they go and purchase these playing cards and the playing cards are divvied out to players obviously Mm -hmm. in in this instance three cards per person and the cards are put various effects on the game so there might be rules of you know, someone plays a card and it forces another player to move from one group to another group, or I steal your score, or I take your mm-hmm. ball three, or I get an extra ball, or mm-hmm. all those kind of things. Um, so yeah, we we both went along to that. That yep. was, was that last weekend?
2: Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, that's right.
1: And uh, I was expecting chaos, mm. hilarity, mm. Um, randomness.
0: Just from those examples that you've given, I would expect that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and unfortunately for me, for at least from my perspective, it wasn't really much of that at all. It hmm. was kind of, it, it almost felt to me like just an ordinary tournament. Hmm. Um, nobody played any cards in my groups that I played except for one person. Uh, the pocket full of cards that I had, I never had. The right opportunity to play them Mm. I mean, I was playing very well So I didn't really feel like I needed to Try and snipe anyone or do anything like that
0: Do you remember what your cards were?
1: Yes, I had One card I had was to Swap one person No, swap one group off a game And put them on another game Mm Mm-hmm But that card got stolen off me when someone else played a card Which was to take one of my random cards And that was one of my cards that they took So that, not your own group, someone else's group? Yeah Okay So I was kind of happy that that card got taken from me Because I couldn't see an instance where that was going to be useful anyway Mm. Besides just playing it just because it's there Mm. Um, I had a card to um, steal the score off another player in my group on the first ball. So after everyone plays their first ball, I can play this card and then take their game. Mm -hmm. That never ended up being an occurrence for me. In the end, I had two of those cards. Um, I had another card that was something to do around with stealing someone else's score as well, but I never got the opportunity to play that either. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was kind of very much like a normal tournament, a very fun tournament. I had a great time. Mm But the cards didn't have as much impact on the tournament as I as I thought it would have. Mm. What about you, Matt? You had a you would have had a different experience to me, I assume.
2: Uh I had um well I didn't I didn't like win. True. Yeah. You're doing really but well. But did though. you use any of your cards? I did. Um I so I the three cards I drew at the beginning were one where um, you play at the start of the game, and this screen gets covered up for the whole game, so no one could see. What's ah, going. I saw <laughs> that one. Yeah. yeah, that sounds cool. Hmm. And my second card was the exact same card. Oh, and the third one was to swap your whole deck with another player in the group.
3: Oh. Uh-huh.
2: Um,
1: and did you end up playing all three of those cards?
2: No, I played. I played one of the screen covering ones, and then decided probably not good for me because i probably i don't know if i don't know the machine that well and like checking the screen to see what's going on anyway Mm. yeah true trying to it
0: would be better on a game that you know really well Uh. yeah
2: yeah yeah and i didn't use the other one because i thought and uh you know this probably goes for a lot of the cards like they're mostly dick moves (laughs) Mm. so i didn't want to you know do bad things to other people
0: i wonder if that was it's funny you should mention that because i was thinking when mark you said oh it wasn't there wasn't that much crazy stuff going on i was wondering could it be because people are too sort of like either not really sure how the cards could be useful but also not wanting to be assholes to other people or Hmm. something like that it could have been not really used to you know, maybe they're just people that aren't really that competitive, and are just there for a bit of fun. Like, mm. you know, I imagine with some of the people, like for example, people that go to wild ball who really are there more for the social aspect. They're not thinking about, oh, how can I use this card to, yeah, really um, screw win someone over. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think that was that was probably a part of it. Yeah. I think the the most hilarity that I saw was. Um, so Simon and Mark were running the competition, and they had it all set up on a. Um, they printed it out, or they didn't print it out. They had this big butcher's paper, mm-hmm. which they stuck on the back side of a pane of glass in in a door, mm. and then used uh, whiteboard markers on the other side to draw up the competition and the brackets and mm-hmm. so forth. And as the rounds were drawn out, you know, players were allocated to groups, and they draw it all up. So they draw all this up all the way down the you know, the glass and have it all ready Then someone would play a card and say, oh, I want to do this and it completely mixed up all the groups and Simon would get upset and he'd go, oh, you could have told us before you before we wrote it all up and then he'd rub it all out, write it all again and then someone would play a card and they're doing it on purpose just to shit Simon off and it was working. It was working so well. That was the funniest part. Mm-hmm. But other than that, the actual play didn't seem to get affected that much. Mm-hmm. Did you have a different opinion, Matt, or was it just sort uh, of... It
2: kind of... Yeah, I mean, anytime some big card was played, somebody else in the group always had a reversal. Um, uh, so yes, someone would spend a card and that. then someone would just block it straight away. That yeah. happened quite a few times. I, think.
1: I heard of an occasion where someone did play one of those cards to steal uh, another player's first ball. Yeah. Um, and then the problem was that player who got affected by that had a card which was to seal the third ball so he just swapped the score back again at the end of the game <laughs> ah. <laughs> which was pretty funny <laughs> so yeah yeah for me i mean you know i i did play well and you know i it, it always feels funny saying things like this but i i haven't played well in a three strikes tournament for a god knows how long mm. i mean anyone who plays with me in a three strikes or two <laughs> strikes comp for the last year or so would know, I'm usually yeah, immediately knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> usually immediately knocked out. Not not exaggerating, that is yeah. the truth. The best I've done in a strikes tournament for a long time is Brisbane Masters, where I survived one round before getting knocked out. Mm-hmm. So in this particular tournament, I did really well. I didn't get a single strike all the way through. Mm-hmm. So it was the absolute complete opposite of everything I've done for mm-hmm. the last 12 months, probably. Mm-hmm. Um And so maybe that was a factor. So because I was playing really well, I had no uh, need to Mm. play any of my cards. Mm. But at the same time, I was also just playing and just waiting for someone to play a card against me. Like, you know, I was playing Attack from Mars and I was on 15 billion and I just thought, this score doesn't matter. I'm just going to bat around and have some fun because someone's going to play a card and steal it anyway. Mm. Um, But that never happened. So... Unless I flew under the radar and people were too busy sniping each other to notice that I was doing well, I don't know. I think uh, A
2: lot of people noticed 15 billion points. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that took a while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had some long games. What was that on? Attack from Mars. Ah. Yeah, so it's not an ah. absolutely amazing score on Attack from Mars, but it's still pretty good in a tournament no, environment. It's
0: good. Yeah, that's, yeah. So in, yeah. t- in a tournament environment, yeah. I mean, I'm, as long as, if I'm in a tournament, as long as I get above 5 billion on that, I'm happy. So 15 mm. is like pretty safe. Yeah. It's pretty safe score in tournament, I think. Yeah. Depending on how the game's playing, obviously. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and had some really long games on Lord of the Rings. So it was, it was kind of weird because both Attack from Mars and Lord of the Rings. I know they're well-known to be very high-scoring games and very long-playing games, but for me, I suck at those games. <laughs> so again, for me to do well on those games for whatever reason, it was just bizarre. Mm. So yeah, I had a lot of fun. It was a it was a good day. Cool. Very keen to play it Critical does, Hit again.
0: It does sound like fun. I mean, yeah, it's a shame that... that... It didn't seem to really deliver on the experience that you expected, but it sounds like a lot of fun to me. I mean, Mm. yeah, if I was there, I'd definitely be trying to use my cards just to screw people over. You know what? I was just 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 thinking that.
3: You'd be a great player to have in a critical hit tournament because you love screwing people over.
0: (laughs) I feel like this is a really good time to mention that I didn't choose Bubble Bubble as my lowest game last week just because Uh Uh I knew you Uh loved it. Yep. (laughs) Yep.
1: Honestly, I'm playing my critical hit card, bubble <laughs> bobble, last place.
0: I, I honestly, I wouldn't do that. I'm not doing it just to g you up. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I take it, ser- I take our battles seriously, Mark. Oh, do you? I do.
1: That's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cool. Mm. So, is that it from our updates and what I think we've that's been it. doing? Cool. Good. Oh, I think we close it then. Okay. (laughs) There are topics we could talk about, like I want to talk about Billy Mitchell at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do we have time to talk about it tonight or we want to wrap it up? You Um, look like you want to wrap up.
2: It's a whole podcast. Yeah, okay. Let's (laughs) let's dedicate a fair bit of time. Yeah.
1: Because I, yeah, have some opinions on that now. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Some opinions I feel 100% on. Ah. Uh,
0: oh. Now I'm burning <laughs> with anticipation.
1: <laughs> now that's something else. Good. Cool. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Game the System podcast. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System forums at gamethesystem.co. You can also reach out to us via email at feedback at gamethesystem.co. hmm You can reach me on Twitter at Mark's Tweet. That's at M-A-R-C-S underscore Tweet. John and Matt are Huego and BSS on the forums. Please rate us on iTunes. That helps us a lot and to get exposure amongst people who listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. And thank you to our sponsor, 1989 Arcade Bar and Kitchen. Check out 1989 for classic arcade games, great beer and great food at 22 King Street, Newtown. And at 1989.com.au. And lastly, a thanks to AMD for giving us stuff to give away Mm. to our listeners. You, the readers. (laughs) So thank you and we'll see you in episode 18. Hopefully with some cool suggestions. Yes, of our next battle. battle. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.